There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with... Remember the blind side guy? The blind guy? side, Michael Orr. Yeah, retired NFL player. His life story was depicted in the movie that starred Sandra Bullock. And he is suing the family that took him in, claiming that they used him. This shocked me when I saw the alert yesterday from TMZ. I, I remember how much you it. loved that movie. Oh, you, I love that. you loved that story. Great it is story. a good movie. I mean, it's got Tim McGraw in it, Sandra Bullock. She ended up winning the award, I think. I think she Somebody did get an ended Academy up getting, Award. Yeah, yeah, something for it. I mean, it was yeah. really well done. It Highly was acclaimed. Good. Yeah. yeah. Box office success. So he's claiming he recently found out that Sean and Leanne Tui never adopted him like they claimed they did. Instead, they tricked him into signing documents, making them his conservators. And as his conservators, Orr claims they deprived him of the rights to his name, image, and likeness. The conservatorship gave them the authority to handle all his financial and legal affairs. Everything. If they'd adopted him, he would have retained those rights. They made millions, is the claim off the movie, along with their two kids, while Orr claimed he got nothing. He wants the court to determinate the conservatorship and force the Tuies to forfeit all the money they made off the rights to his name and story. So this is what his lawsuit says. It says, where other parents of Michael's classmates saw Michael simply as a nice kid in need, conservators Sean Tui and Leanne Tui saw something else, a gullible young man whose athletic talent could be exploited for their own benefit. Now, he played in the NFL from 2009 to 2016. He has actually always hated the blind side because it makes him look stupid. Sean Tui is denying that the family made any money off the movie or that they'd ever try to exploit Michael. He says that they remained very close with Michael until about a year and a half ago. Wow. So I don't know what happened a year and a half ago, but, uh, Well, yeah. I know that certain, I guess certain documents came to light. It was, it was revealed to him in February of this year uh, what the real deal was. Up until then... You know, he thought that he was legally adopted, and then he found out there was this conservatorship, and he saw the term. So I don't know if there was something he was trying to negotiate or do, and then an attorney said, hey. You can't do this without their approval. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And as far as the adoption is concerned, when, when he addressed that, he said, they told me that because at the time I was 18, they couldn't legally adopt me, but that a conservatorship was like the adult version of an adoption and legal experts are like no it's not <laughs> it's, it's not it's not even remotely the same yeah 
Um, I know that Leanne Tui in her book said that they split the profits of that movie, their portion of the profits, five ways. How many kids did they have? Did they just have the two, the so son they, and the daughter? Yep, that would so, make sense. Yeah, so they had two kids and then they adopted my, well, I guess, conservator. If that's even the a control word. of his life. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what Britney Spears' dad had over her. Yep. You know, it's the same thing. There, it's. I don't know if there's a difference between conservatorship and guardianship. I know a little bit about guardianship because of the disability world. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of different kinds of guardianship, different levels. You can be, you can just be in control of their money or you can just be in control of medical decisions or you can be in control of everything everything yeah. and there are well, a lot as, of other dynamics too as far as the movie is concerned uh michael was saying and and this is from tmz each of them got 200 each of the family members got two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars up front plus two percent of the back end that mm-hmm. he claimed that he was not a part of he didn't get he that. got nothing oh wow so, that's messed up i don't know i'm dying to find out like did, did what's they, the actual truth like what's the real yeah. deal what were they really making did they say how long they had this conservatorship over him since oh, it's he until, turned 18 i think oh yeah no though that was supposed to have expired after i think five years and they never terminated it. And they didn't. Ah, okay. there, was, there was an agreed end date in the conservatorship, and they never made that move. So they've retained it since then, and maybe he's trying to get out of it now. And that's I bet you're right. I bet he's trying to do some sort of business thing. And they're like, you can't do that because you don't own yourself, essentially. He's like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? Yes, I they bet They showed it right. to him, and they explained yeah, it to him, and he sense. just he's was like, like wow. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right, we got to take a quick break. We got a bunch more stuff to talk about here. But first, let's take a quick break. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. The much cooler today and partly cloudy, the possibility of a passing light shower this evening. And a high of 74. Right now, it's 65 at Q102. Margot Robbie. I'll tell you what, Amy Schumer has got to be kicking herself for not taking the role. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this movie. Although, I don't know. Do you think Amy Schumer could have done as good of a job as Margot Robbie did as Barbie? Good. Well, it would have been different. I think it would have been yeah. fantastic. But I think it was also a different project with different people, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Good, but different. I think it would have been. I don't know. It just feels like Margot Robbie looks so much like the Barbie like just the actual doll, the perfection yeah. that is Margot. Well, I Robbie. mean, just like her face and her features, and Amy Schumer has a different build. Like, I don't know if it would have been the same. Yeah. Well, she is making a mint. She's going to bank around fifty million dollars off this movie. Wow, that's not. I bad. know it. She didn't just star in it; she was also one of the producers. So we're talking salary and box office bonuses. Greta Gerwig should also make bank for directing and co-writing Barbie, which has already generated $1.18 billion and almost, you know, oh, as many incel tears worldwide, but just beautiful. Hmm. That's a lot of money. I wonder if they have any of the uh, merch. Like, are they getting any of the merch stuff or is all that going to Mattel? I don't know, but I really wish Crocs would stop showing me ads. For the black platform ones, which are the ones that I wanted, pops up and they've been sold out for weeks, but it still pops up in the ad 
They haven't been restocked at all? No, it's not been restocked. Uh, not once. Because I check that you every and time and stuff. find something else. Are they Barbie ones? Yes. Uh, speaking of Barbie, the the Mattel Barbie truck, the pop-up shop, is going to be at Kenwood Mall this weekend. Is it really? Saturday. It is. Maybe Saturday. they'll have the Crocs. Mm. Hey, Barbie, it's time to shop. I wonder what, all, what, all, what, what kind of merch do they have? Do you know what's going to yeah, be I there? Yeah, I have a whole list of it. No, the parking lot's be. not crazy enough. Yeah, and it's going to be right in front of Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Is it? Oh you're kidding God. me. That's where they're putting <laughs> it? Yep. Here's oh, what they for have, the love. Jen. Are you ready? Yes. Graphic t-shirts, hoodies, denim jackets, baseball cap, throw blankets, corduroy tote, embroidered patch set necklaces, keychain pouch set coasters, glass tumblers, glass mugs, an accessory cup, and a thermal bottle. The corduroy wow. uh, tote, I heard, is like... It's is the, that it's the, the blue, that's, that's the, the blue crew that's neck. The blue shirt. Yeah. That's the blue crew neck. It is. People. That's what I've heard through the grapevine. Yeah, they're gonna have an array of brand new apparel along with home goods and accessories. All right. Hmm. There you go. Well, that's kind of fun. Things that you can find from Barbie as a day in the life in her dream house. So is it Saturday, uh, Sunday? Just Saturday. Just Saturday. Okay. Just Saturday from ten until seven. All right. Now you have plans. You guys can park in my house. Yeah, walk I was something to, to say do. park on the now other side. Now you have plans, Jen. There walk you through. go. Yeah. All right. If you've seen Tracy Morgan lately, you have probably <laughs> noticed a we significant. Saw him yesterday. Saw him yesterday. <laughs> Every time I see him on live television, I just think how brave. How brave of the producers of this show to give him an open mic live on live television. Don't you wonder what the conversation so is like either with him or with his person before that Like, moment? Tracy, we got five minutes. <laughs> well, he was on the Today Show yesterday talking with Hoda. Uh, a lot of viewers noticed a significant weight loss. And his secret, he openly admits to Ozempic. Now he's fine. He's one person that's saying he's on it. Wow. Hoda, well, Hoda and Jenna were not a hundred percent sure if he was being serious. So uh, I'll let you hear it. But evidently, he gets it injected into his stomach. By the way, you've been working on your body and on your health because no, you- that's Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, how this weight got lost. You're not, are you really on Ozempic? Ozempic. <laughs> we ain't got a prescription, and I got Ozempic. No, you did you. <laughs> Wait, wait, are you really on Ozempic? Yeah. Oh, okay. I take Ozempic. You look great. Every Thursday. (laughs) All right. Cuts my appetite in half. Wow. Well, you look good, I only eat half a bag of Doritos. (laughs) (laughs) Well. I believe it. Listen. I know, right? Ozempic continues to be a weight loss trend in Hollywood. Uh, And in case you haven't heard by now, it's actually a medication that was intended for type 2 diabetes. Yep. And when it first came out, it was a big mess. I hope they have the inventory thing figured out because people were getting it for weight loss and the people that needed for diabetes couldn't get it. Yeah. So hopefully they're making enough of it so everyone can enjoy. Right. All right. So we've got a golden bachelor, Jerry Turner. He's 71. This show is coming soon. In fact, he was on the Bachelorette's Men Tell All special last night, and they asked him about the overnight dates, the fantasy suites. When his season gets underway, will there be overnight dates? And he confirmed, yeah. He said, that's a long way down the journey. That's a long way. And I think there's a lot of steps that I and a potential partner would need to go through to get to that, to make it a comfortable situation. 
I can't. I just like, I think it's kind of like, sometimes it's really skeezy when they go to the overnight part of that where it's just like. Well, because you know that he's sleeping with three different women. Yeah. All in a very short period of time. I don't want to think about my grandpa doing that. (laughs) Well, if if that's how this version of the show plays out. I don't think it will be. I think they'll have a nice candlelit dinner and and then they're just going to go to the library. And they're going to hold hands. (laughs) That's it. Hold hands and sit on a bench by the water. But, uh, I, you know, I, it would be really interesting if at the opening night party they got all of the women trashed and all of them are making moves on him as they, you know, have their one-on-one time. Oh, they- and they're sitting there and talking to him and another one comes in and interrupts and steals him away. Oh, that's absolutely going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of wine. There's well, going to be a lot of rosé uh-huh. and a lot of uh, red wine drinking. Well, here's the thing. You know, I think we all have older Americans in our life, right? And some of them at various stages of age, the, I, the, the give a bleep meter just goes away. True. Oh, yeah. You know what are I mean? You, do, you, do you feel like your parents are all at that point? Uh, mm-hmm. My mom, for sure. D- dad is edging up. He's getting there. Yeah, right yeah. behind her. But you, that's going to make the show good. Yeah. That's my point. If those are the people that they get. When does it start? Yeah. It's soon, right? It's soon. It's in it's September, soon. I think. Yeah. Like, it's whatever that Monday night is, uh, the 19th or the 18th or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. I are know. you guys going to watch? I feel like I have If to. I remember that it's on, I will flip it on. Jeff, it's one of those things. If, if if she's got it on, you'll watch it. I'll sit there and watch it, and if I can't take it anymore, I'll just uh, say, yeah, "I'll go I elsewhere." Gotta, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> it's getting late. Gotta work in the morning. All right, uh, I want to talk about actress Taryn Manning. If you don't know who she is, she played a character on the show Orange Is the New Black. Her oh. nickname on the show was Pensatucky. Mm-hmm. She one was of the inmates. Uh, I just oh yep, I remember her teeth. Or their lack oh, of yeah. I mean, she just always was. Right. And and her character was kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, caught, yeah, all the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm beginning to wonder if she might be as crazy in real life as her character. Maybe I'm even gonna more I'm going to vote so. yes. Okay. I've Here's seen the video. I'm voting yes. She recently posted a video on social media where, first of all, she appears to be wasted. And behind the wheel of a car. Yeah. Oh. She's wow. not driving, though, so I'll give her that. Hopefully but she just she pulled over. She's, she's like, I just pulled over because I'm, yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, but she admits in this video in graphic detail. Multiple times. That she's been messing around with a married man and threatening his wife for confronting her. Mm-hmm. Here's a clip. So, <laughs> the man that I've been messing with is a married man, and every night I was licking his. <laughs> nope, because he liked it, and I didn't mind doing it. Is that weird? Yeah, and that is what demons do. We drove all the way down to Newport Beach today so I could buy him a boat, <laughs> and I brought cash to put a down payment down. Like I really loved him. And his wife, because he's married, and I feel so bad because I can't stand her. Because <laughs> she wasn't even like, wait, what? You've been messing with my man? She said, you lunatic, you get out of my life or I'll get an RO on you. <laughs> I've been licking your man's for weeks on end because he likes it a lot. And I do it to him. Oh, and he comes God. to me 
And it happens. I, <laughs> I know it's a lot of information, but I'm the lunatic, right? No, I'm just single, very single. And he came to Imagine me. So why. you don't accuse me of being a lunatic. But I'll tell you one thing, lady. You want to put me in jail? I'll put you in jail so fast, your head will be spinning. Don't you ever threaten me. When your husband came to me to get his licked. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Taryn ended up taking the video down. There were actually a couple of videos. In another video, she said, I'm not scared of you. You should be scared of me. Uh, But she ended up taking both those videos down and posted a message fessing up to the whole situation. She said she got into the relationship thinking the guy was going to leave his wife. But, of course, that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, She even admits that it was wrong and called it a huge learning lesson. And she also said she regretted going public with the whole thing, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know how it is. You've had a few... You think it's a good idea up. to go live? Well, let's just put it out there. <laughs> well, it's funny oh is I didn't God. really remember her until she started talking, and then I was like, this is pretty character-driven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, I remember her. Oh, yeah, yeah I, like, remember yeah, I remember her. I remember her, yeah. You immediately right. pictured her, right? Yeah. God. All right, anything else? Well, let's talk Bruce Springsteen, Taylor Swift. Oh, my goodness, those tickets. I know. Right? They got to be just... Off the charts expensive. You think Bruce, Bruce Springsteen tickets? Oh my God, you would think. They're very right? expensive. We tried to go see him I because I, that's my man's like fave person. So we've been looking at them and they're not as expensive as Taylor Swift, but they are very expensive. Actually, that's not true. If you want to see him in Philadelphia. Are, is it cheaper now? He has two shows this week at Citizens Bank Park. One tomorrow night, one Friday. Tickets are going for as little as $99 wow, on the resale great. market. And check this out. Because initially ex- they were like 800 The most expensive seats are only going for 435 Wow. Now, to put that in perspective, Taylor played her sold-out shows at the much larger Lincoln Financial Field. The cheapest tickets, all the way up in the nosebleeds, were $1,454 apiece. So that means Taylor's cheapest ticket was more than three times pricier than the boss's most expensive. That's awesome. Because he's coming to Columbus um, in September. So hopefully that'll be the trend. Let me see if it's September 21st. He's coming to the nationwide arena up there. Oh, yeah. See, the uppers are still going for 200 to 275. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. That's good news, though. Wow. You got time to go to Philly. Yeah. Yeah, right. All right, I'm looking at a traffic camera of the southbound side of the Brent Spence Bridge, the upper deck, and it's a mess out there because we got a multi-vehicle crash, and uh, Denise Johnson is going to tell you all about it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi, Kate. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Excellent. Awesome. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. You ready to win? I'm going to try. All right. Okay. Let's see what you can do here. Is the real winning? College student busted with fake ID that said he was 64. Is it B, a teenager who looks like he was 12, was caught impersonating a doctor? Or C, 
45-year-old man files for divorce after finding out his 50-year-old wife was actually 73. I think it's A. No. <laughs> oh, no. I think it's B. B? Which did B? you say? Okay, we'll go with B. Yes, yes, go. B. That's the one. Nice recovery. You got it. <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories about people impersonating police officers, even doctors. But it's a lot harder to pull off when you look like you're 12. Mm-hmm. Not that long ago, a baby-faced 17-year-old was caught impersonating a physician's assistant in Corpus Christi, Texas. His name is Zachary Bailey, and he worked, I put worked in quotations, he worked at a hospital for about a month last year before people finally realized this is just a kid wearing scrubs. That's my nephew's name. This story is kind of really uh, freaking me a little because... I'm not unconvinced he would pull something like this off. But wouldn't he be a fake fireman? He would be a fake fireman, yeah. 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 100%. Well, the uh, Zachary pleaded guilty a few months back, but it was not a one-time thing. He's like the Doogie Hauser of con men. Oh, what? That's- he was just arrested again in Oklahoma on Sunday, and in his mugshot, like, he could honestly pass for 12. Wow. But he's in trouble now for allegedly defrauding a dealership of more than $100,000. And that's a problem because he was on a deferred sentence from the case when he was pretending to be a doctor. Mm. So after he was arrested, officials said that authorities in other states are still interested in speaking with Zachary about impersonating doctors. And another incident where he was found driving an old police car and was planning to impersonate an officer. Wow. For the record, Zachary did an interview with a nurse on social media earlier this year, and he claimed the hospital situation was just a big misunderstanding and that he never meant to pretend to be a doctor. He said he was just observing a workplace because he was interested in possibly pursuing medicine as a career. He said he never actually treated anyone, but he did save someone's life who was having a stroke in the hospital parking lot. He took him into the ER because he had access, but who knows? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. What uh-huh. a crazy that is story. Nuts. But there's surveillance photos of him at the hospital without his scrubs and one with scrubs. And yes, he passed for a doctor. Wow. Scary. Crazy. Yeah. Me and my mother-in-law was just seeing, uh, uh, well, I guess, uh, a chiropractor, and she made the comment, she said, he's a child. <laughs> and he is a pretty young guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is I a strange place, her. I think, in life when you start seeing health practitioners that are younger than you, because there's yeah. something that just feels kind of wrong about that. Yes. Especially when they're fresh out. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. All right. We've got second aid update coming up next, but first another check on those roads. Uh, it's just been a mess this morning, and Denise Johnson's going to walk you through it. Taylor is looking for a second date update this morning. She went on a date with a guy named Paul, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Taylor. I almost said Paul. Hi, Taylor. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to actually make this call, but kind of driving me crazy, and um, I really didn't know where else to turn, so 
I met this guy on MASH, and we went to a nice dinner, and we met at the restaurant, and I insisted that we split the bill, and he didn't seem to mind that. He seemed surprised when I brought it up, but smiled and said, sure, so he was cool about it. And the only thing that I can think of, like, the rest of the night went so well. Lots of laughter, flirting, you know, all the conversation was great. Lots of chemistry. I, I don't know. I I just felt so connected to him. The best date I've had in months. Wow. And yeah, I, I really, I really had no doubt that I was seeing him again. He walked in my car, hugged me, thanked me for a great evening. And, um, well, I thanked him for a great evening because he was just really, I don't know, it was just a really lovely night. And um, I, I, I told him I'd love to see him again. He smiled and said that would be great. So a couple of days went by and nothing. So I texted him and told him I had a great time and, I don't know. I was hoping. Where did he go? That, That's so weird. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I was hoping that at this point he would have said something, nothing. I, I don't get it. And I'm hoping to figure it out. Sure. So here we are. Does he travel hmm. a lot for his job by any chance? Not that I know of, but maybe there's just details I don't know about how his capacity to schedule things. Uh, Right. I don't know. Yeah. Look, there's someone in our family who never responds to texts. Never, ever? Never. Is it you? (laughs) Guilty. No. (laughs) And everybody is annoyed by it because it often, like, they're trying to make plans or Mm -hmm. they need the person's new mailing address to send this, that, or the other thing. Zero response. And some people, I, I don't know if it's learned behavior or if they're just that distracted or they have that much going on. There's no issue with the relationships to any of our knowledge. But. My dad. Or it's my dad. Like, literally, I will send, he's on a group chat, whatever. He doesn't respond. I get it. I will specifically send him a text. Like the other day, we were drinking this really nice bourbon, and I sent him a picture, and I was like, have you ever had this, or you need to try this, something along the lines. No response. Something happened in the news. I texted him uh, and linked to an article. No response. So that night when we were FaceTiming with my kid, I said, hey, Dad, you know you can write back or just give it a check or be like, Okay, so I at least know that you're getting it. Thumbs up, anything. And and you know what he said? Well, I just thought you were just telling me that stuff. Well, yeah, but you could have said something back. An acknowledgement would have been Anything back, yes. Yeah, I'm not good at getting back to people quickly, but... Usually, I, I try like, to get back yeah. to you, and if I don't, it's because I legit meant to and got distracted yeah. and forgot. Right. Or you Same. forgot. You looked at it and said, ah, I forgot. Right. But then three days later, you're like, I remembered. Yeah. But who knows? I, I mean, it could be something else, but after the way you described that date, that would surprise all of us. I yeah. Think. So why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Paul, see what's going on with him, what he's been up to, and if there's any chance of a second date for him in Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Coming up next, Jeff Great. and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> So Taylor met up with Paul for dinner, and, and they both came in separate cars. I guess that's 
probably wise for a first date. That sure. way you have the option if you need to escape. You don't have to rely on this person to take you home. Heck yeah, always meet at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to have an out. So they split the bill and just had the best time ever. Lots of laughs, lots of flirting, great chemistry, good convo. She said it was the best date she's had in months. He walked her to her car. She's certain they're going to see each other again. What was the hug like? It was it was really like we wanted to do more, but wanted to respect each other and ah, or okay. at least, you know, yeah. So restraint. Restraint is good. <laughs> so yeah, had a lovely night. Uh, would love to see you again. He replied with that would be great. A couple of days went by, no text, no nothing from Paul. So that's when she sent a text. And there, there's been no response at all. And, it, again, it could be nothing, but maybe it's something. So we're just going to call him up and nudge him a little bit and try to get a response from him one way or another. You ready, Taylor? Yeah, thank you. Okay. Hello? Hey, Paul. Hey, what's up? Not much. It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Wow. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> Nothing. Are we catching you at a bad time? No, 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 no. It's cool. So we spoke with Taylor, who was just showering you with compliments, talking about what a great guy you are. She enjoyed her dinner with you recently. And she was left with the impression that there might have been a little chemistry between you two. Hmm. Um, yeah, I could see where she would want answers. Sorry? I can see, I could totally see where she would want answers for sure. Um, yeah. I, I, I shouldn't have ghosted her. Uh, she's definitely a go-getter, so she's going to get down to the bottom of whatever. So I knew I wasn't going to be able to really get out of this. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're intentionally avoiding the conversation, do you not think you two are a match? Listen, I really did like her a lot. She's, she's great. She's very attractive. She's super smart she's just uh a little she's just a little too ambitious for me if i can put it like that too ambitious in what way so well i mean she just talked a lot about her career and she talked about her career goals um you know it's it 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 sounded like she had plans to work for a long time in her life uh honestly you looking to retire sometime soon (laughs) No, it's the opposite. I don't want to be the one, you know, that's working. I mean, honestly, I, ah. I, just, I, I mean, well, let me put it this way. I want a wife who's going to make me and our family a priority and not her career. Oh. Okay. So she even, I just, yeah. So, so she even said that her work was her first priority and that she was so excited to uh, see where, you know, she was going to go, all of her potential, where it was going to take her. I totally respect that. But, yeah, because um, you sound like a pretty driven guy yourself. Yeah, I am the same way. I'm the same exact way. I'm hardworking. I think I have, you know, some real potential as well. But the thing is, is that I want to be the one. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds bad, but I'm I'm going to be a great provider, and I don't need a wife out there that's working sixty hours a week. I need a wife who's more excited to be with our kids and be with our family than anything else. Oh, yeah. Taylor's on the line with us. Taylor, you want to respond to that? 
okay. Is that an accurate um, characterization? Is, are, are you someone who is really focused on their career, at least for now, or was that an unfair assessment? Uh, that was a very fair assessment. It really, this is, it's, this sucks. That, that's the reason. Um, I, I, you know, I didn't say I was going to work this hard forever. The goal is to get to a point where I don't have to work that hard so I can have time for families, but I would need 10 years. So it's going to be a minute. Uh, it sounds like you want a woman home and pregnant, and if that's the case, that's not me, and I'm not there. So It's not necessarily home and pregnant. I just don't want the, – the impression I got from you is that you were going to be 60 hour. I mean, you were just all about it, and I just – I wanted a little bit more talk about us and about what I – about well, what we could do. Keep in I mean, mind, life, it's life a first balance, date. right? No, I get that. I, I think it's hard to assess work-life balance in a first date, but I do know a couple. You know, they're in their mid to late twenties, and they are workaholics right now. And they're, mm-hmm. they're just—that's the culture, and they're in it because for the very same reasons. They, you know, they have some goals that they want to reach, and their plan eventually is to have children and you know buy a house in the suburbs. But right now, this is their focus mm-hmm. until. You know, whatever so that whenever. magic number is or whenever that time is right for both of them. I mean, do you want to have children and do you want to be around to be with the kids? Or are you thinking six weeks maternity leave, then back to the office and hire a couple of nannies? Uh, for me, I I see myself focusing on my career for the next 10 years so that I can eventually have a family. And focus on gotcha. that. Yeah. You want to reach a certain um, level, a certain financial point where you feel comfortable yeah. doing that. Exactly. Also, like, yeah. successful level, like Jeff is saying. Like, you want to have a, like me, I didn't have a kid till later in life because, I mean, besides, like, not meeting the right person, there were so many other things that I wanted to accomplish both professionally and personally before I decided to go down a different path. Right. Yeah, and that's, yeah, I get, that's a big thing. Yeah, see, I get that. I just don't want to be 65 when I'm going to my kid's graduation. I love this, okay. this the men with this. with the, Yeah, oh, so, I just want to be able to throw a ball with my kid. I mean, and if I can. wait till I'm 38 to have a kid, I'll be in a, I'll be in a nursing home by the time <laughs> they're in high school and I won't be able to play catch. You know, that's the kind of mentality that so many men, I've heard it from so many Well, yeah, men. and I've heard men be like, they're going to think I'm her grandpa. Yeah. Okay, get over yourself. Stop. Seriously. <laughs> well, I just, I just feel like it's a prior. I mean, that, that's kind of what I want. I just don't want to wait too long. That's all. Understood. Just, yeah. I, don't, I think we all know that couple where someone has sacrificed <laughs> and lost maybe their ambitions and goals in life because they had a partner who wanted them to be at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, sure. So and it totally I, messes with your, like, brain down the road, I think. You're like, oh, gosh, remember when I was this or that? But or I like how he's things? aware that he doesn't want to do that to somebody. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know what? There's also this. There is never a perfect time to start that a family. 100%. The, you keep waiting and waiting and waiting. You'll be waiting forever. Because it's like the, the good it, day to go on a diet. You it's know, today. Right. You're Tomorrow. right. Tomorrow.
Well, guys, is there any chance here Monday. of a second date? I Have mean, a renegotiation. Paul, if you were to 10 years down the line, will you be in a wheelchair at that point, or do you <laughs> think you'll be still relatively young? Uh, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to talk about it again. I'd be willing to figure it out. I mean, if there's if, if it's more of a connection that's going to be the best, better thing, then I can wait, you know. But, um, yeah, so was, I don't know it's, what, do you think there was enough of a connection? And this is a question for you both. Do you think there was enough of a connection for you to talk about this and explore some more over a date that we pay for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think as, as long as there's, like, honest communication moving forward, because I feel like this should have been a conversation, not uh, just write me off. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. Yeah, and, ju- and just be that. just be super honest about your expectations and what you want and when you want it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't definitely not have ghosted you, and I shouldn't have uh, put you on silent like that. I apologize, but uh, you know, I'd be willing to try and see if we can figure it out and see if there is something that's you know. Great. Okay. Cool. Nice. We'll okay. set it up Thank then. You. We'll set it up with Taylor since she reached out to us, so you'll be hearing from her soon. And uh, lovely talking to you both. Yeah. Best good of luck. luck to you. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. If you need a little help with the second date update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. All right. Mm. LOL is out. LOL, it's gone. Don't do it anymore. No more LOLing anybody. No, each bowl instead. That's in. Mm -hmm. Also, how AI can now steal your passwords simply by listening to you type. News that didn't make the news is coming up straight ahead. First, Denise Johnson has your latest traffic. Oh, about half hour, 40 minutes ago, we were talking about a a teenager named Zachary Bailey who's been arrested again. A guy looks like he's 12 in his mugshot, but he's been caught impersonating a doctor, impersonating a cop, and defrauding a car dealership. And listener Amanda reminded me of that movie that Leonardo DiCaprio was in uh, called Catch Me If You, if you can. can. That's yeah, a great movie. I remember that. Such a great movie. He was a con artist, wasn't he? Something. Yeah. yeah. So it's the it's the story based on the true story of Frank Abinali Jr., who worked as a doctor, a lawyer, and even as a co-pilot for a major airline all before his 18th birthday. Yeah. He was a master of deception. Uh, a brilliant forger whose skill gave him his first real claim to fame. At the age of 17, he became the most successful bank robber in the history of the U.S. And you may remember Tom Hanks was in that movie. He played FBI agent Carl Henratty, who makes it his prime mission to capture Frank and bring him to justice. But Frank is always like one step ahead of him. Don't you think you could have been a career criminal? Because, I mean, you won the Golden Shovel Award, did you not, in high school? And you went to a pretty big school. So, you know, to be the one to get that, that's pretty impressive. Well, I used to sneak into TV stations, acting like I worked there. Did you really? Yeah, totally convinced, like, security Uh, guards and front desk receptionists. How have I never heard this story before? Well, I mean, I never really pursued it beyond just kind of... How old were you when you did this? Oh, junior high, probably. And what did you tell them? That you worked there? 
Oh, I wouldn't tell him anything. I would just carry in a fake briefcase and I would dress up nice. And I looked a little older for my age anyway. You had a beard at 12. And I would just go directly to the electronic door and they just assumed I worked there. And they buzzed me in and I'd walk by and act like I owned the place. (laughs) How have I never heard this story before? That is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. How many times do you think you did that? A handful, not that many. And how the hell did you get down there? Did your mom just drop you off and say <laughs> good luck? Did your mom ask you when you were going when you were twelve in a suit carrying yeah. a briefcase? Yeah, I, I. So here's what I would do: I would book these interviews with like local news anchors and stuff under the guise of you know I'm doing a school project. Uh-huh. And- I got to interview somebody for career day, and they would grant me the interview, so that would get me in the door. So I'd walk around the building, oh, I'd take a tour, okay. I'd shake hands, I'd get to know some of the people, and then after <laughs> I'd leave, I'd use the bathroom maybe before I was supposed to actually exit the building, but I just wouldn't leave the building. I'd yeah. start wandering around. That's awesome. <laughs> like, this kid just thinks he works here now. Pretend I, oh, and the thing is, it was easy to blend because they had te- they had college-aged interns all the time. Oh, okay. So, these were big operations. You know, this is back before automation. There's so, so many people. There were a couple of hundred people in this one place, and it was just, just easy awesome. to get lost in the crowd. So you could kind of, as long as you didn't make a scene or a spectacle of yourself, you stayed yeah. out of the way, you stayed in the background, kind of blended in, which I'm really good at. Yeah. You could kind of watch the action, what was going on in the TV studios, oh, as long as you weren't making a pest of yourself. And they just assumed... That you, you were, were either, part of it. You were either an intern or you were just an observer. And as long as you didn't bother anybody or get in the way or disrupt something, uh-huh. you could usually get away with it. Don wow. brought his kid in again today. <laughs> He's sitting over there in the chair. <laughs> I always tell my partner, Scott, though, because, like, we will get into some fun situations similar to you and Kristen. And right. I'm like, all you got to do is pretend like you're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And usually nobody will say anything to you. Yeah. Just pretend like you belong in the pit or backstage or at Wherever the TV you station are. and people won't say anything to you because yep. they'll even have that conversation. Well, it looks like he belongs here. I don't know. By the way, who's the, who's the kid in the hallway just standing Yeah, I don't know. There? We've seen that before. Remember <laughs> oh. before they started giving out those visitor badges, we'd be like, oh, we thought they just worked here <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, Jeff and I were here before you two showed up. It's just some old dude walking <laughs> yeah. around. Remember that? I remember oh, that, yeah. God. This is pretty neat. Like he's got his camera out, like he's on a like on a tour. Or One something. man tour, self guided. Nobody said anything to him. They thought he belonged. Yeah, yeah. Now, that's how I got in. So when Kristen and I were in Paris this past February, we got in. So the Ritz Carlton, which is the hotel that was the last hotel, the Princess Diana. Uh, was staying at with her boyfriend at the time, Dodie Fayette. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, they don't let you wander around in that hotel unless you're staying there because yeah, they've got these very nicely dressed gentlemen who are trying not to seem imposing, but they definitely are because yeah. they're stopping looky-loo tourists from just wandering around the place because they've got a lot of celebrities and wealthy people who are mm-hmm. staying there and they don't want people with their cell phones out and that kind of thing. They're trying to maintain a sense of decorum. Sure. And we walked in, of course, to go to a bar that hadn't even opened yet, the, the so-called Ernest Hemingway Bar. Mm-hmm where Ernest Hemingway supposedly used to hang out way back in the day. They yeah. had the special cocktail. It's very hard to get a reservation in. We decided to attempt to drop in. And, of course, there's a couple of people ahead of us, and they got gently stopped and, excuse us, can we help you? And as we're witnessing this, I just took on this demeanor of pissed off and annoyed and in a hurry, and the gentleman who was standing to his left 
waved me right through. Oh, yeah. wow. Bonjour, monsieur. Welcome back, monsieur. <laughs> yeah, he looks like snooty American people. Let him in. He's got a lot of money. Which goes to show you how far acting pissed off and annoyed will get you in Paris. Yes, apparently. <laughs> That's how you fit in there. You gotta act. That's how you get a seat at the table. That's right. Yeah. Now he's yeah. one of us. I know. I found my people. <laughs> It is 748 with Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. And LOL is out. Yeah, it's it's Ege Bowl now. We'll Ege explain. Bowl. Yeah, also AI can now steal your password simply by listening to you type. That's pretty good. Welcome to Tuesday, the middle of August. Today is officially the middle of August. Okay, here we are. Smack dab in the middle. We're Jeff and Jen. I feel like it just started. I know. Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, this is a true story. We actually know who came up with the term LOL for laugh out loud. A guy in Canada by the name of Wayne Pearson was the first to use it back in the 1980s. He was in a chat room in the early days of the internet when a friend said that something really did make him laugh out loud. So he typed capital L, capital O, capital L. Hmm. And his friend asked what it meant, and other people in the room started using it. Yeah, nice. Okay. Well, it's all over. The New York Times just did a story on how LOL is officially dead because young people have started using I-J-B-O-L. I-J-B-O-L. Which stands for, oh my God, I just burst out laughing. <laughs> I just burst out I laughing. I just burst out laughing. Okay. Yeah, and the worst part is we're already pronouncing it wrong. Because instead of saying each letter, I-J-B-O-L, you're supposed to say each bowl. Now that's dumb. LOL sounds way better than each bowl. Well, I agree that it sounds I mean, each dumb. bowl just sounds dumb. <laughs> but what's even dumber is it's not, it's not even a new term. It's been around for over a decade. But young people prefer it because it seems new. LOL, just they associate it with old. And because they associate terms like LOL and LMAO with millennial humor, not Gen Z humor, it's out. So there you go. I'm just going to stick to ha. Or if I'm really laughing, like spit water out, it's ba. Oh, yeah, that's big. Or B-H-A-A-B-A-B-A-B-A. If you ever do ha, ha, ha. Occasionally, or yeah. just the laughy face. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do the sideways laugh face with the tear emojis. That's a good one. I like one. to send that one often. Wasn't your mother, was it your mother that was sending that one to people when she thought she was sending crying? Yes. <laughs> that was my mom when she was like, they're so sad. I'm like, mom, that's, that's like laughing crying. Yeah. It's not funny that person died. Reel it in. <laughs> Turning our attention now to AI on the pros and cons list for AI. Add this to the cons side. Now it can steal your password just by listening to you type. A team at Cornell found out it is possible by training an AI to do it. They had it listen in while they hit each key on a keyboard 25 times and it it was actually able to learn what each one sounded like well that they see here we go again 
So think of it. That's something hackers could use if they were sitting near you in, sure. a, in a coffee shop or something or an Internet lounge area. So the researchers basically created those types of conditions for this test. They used a phone to listen in on people typing. And the AI was able to guess which keys they were hitting with 95% accuracy. Then they tried it over Zoom. Because now you have that added like, sure. poor quality effect. Yep. See if it can penetrate that. See if it can listen yeah. through that. And it was still right 93% of the time. Oh, wow. That's scary. That is but, but it very works. scary. It, it, it analyzes the sound each keystroke makes and also how quickly one key is typed after another. For example... It might take you longer to hit the X on your keyboard than the A. Mm -hmm. Experts say that's just more proof that how we log into stuff needs to change. Instead of typing passwords in, things like fingerprints and automated password managers will be the way to go. Wow. I was watching a documentary last night on airline disasters on the Smithsonian Channel. Okay. <laughs> And one of the I was, and they were watching the investigation, the NTSB investigation process, trying to de trying to determine what happened because mm -hmm. they were only able to call so much evidence from the wreckage itself. Now they have the cockpit voice recorder, mm -hmm. which is horrible quality. You can barely make out what the pilot and the co-pilot are saying to each other leading up to this event, mm -hmm. but. What they are able to pick out even easier than the voices themselves is the whir of the engine or, in this case, the propellers. They can mm. tell the speed. They can tell whether or not the engine is powering down. And wow. it's so subtle, and you can't hear it with a human ear, but you can look at the wavelengths on an audio file. You've, you've seen an mm -hmm. audio file when you record something and you can visually see the wavelengths and mm -hmm. they can tell simply by looking, at, looking that. at that and they can tell whether or not it coincides with, you know, an alleged event. And it was, That's pretty cool. it was fascinating how they were able to pinpoint what actually went on, what was assumed and what actually happened yeah. simply based on audio huh. and crappy audio at that. What do you know? Uh, we should probably take a break here, but coming up, there's a YouTube video that's making the rounds where people are asked to share their unpopular opinions. Some <laughs> of them are not so unpopular, but it, it'll definitely start an argument. I'm ready. I'm ready for this one. Yeah, there's no question. It gets fired up as we continue. Jeff and Jen, Q102. All right. These are always fun. Unpopular opinions. People's unpopular opinions. There's a YouTube video making the rounds where people are asked to share their unpopular opinions. And some of them, to you, may not be all that unpopular. Like, dating apps have made dating worse. Well, a lot of people would agree with that. Mm -hmm. And then some of them seem intentionally contrarian, like... I don't find the conventionally attractive celebrities attractive like Channing Tatum. <laughs> well, you know, that's why they make ice cream in different flavors. Channing Tatum is so gross. What is wrong with you? Hello? There you go. See see what it just did? Get huh? out of here. It's not for everybody. I mean, I don't think he's cute French. 
Okay. I just he's don't not your type. I'm sorry. He's not your type. I just don't find he's him attractive. Like, like That's he, fine. He always looks like he has oil on. Because <laughs> <laughs> he does. Which yeah. is fine. <laughs> Which is fine. Sure. <laughs> Here are a few of the best unpopular opinions. I really like cereal with ice in it. Plastic surgery is kind of sad. We should protect gun rights. Missing a flight is not a big deal. I don't believe in secret keeping. I really don't think that Beyonce is that great. I don't think Tupac is dead. I think Tupac is alive. I don't understand why garbage cans are round. They should be square so they can fit in a corner. Dating apps are awful when they have made dating worse. I hate Taylor Swift. None of those people sound convinced on anything they just said. They're I, just making it up. I don't understand why. You, you think they're just intentionally being contrary? No, I don't. I yeah. am just making fun of them for the way they talk. <laughs> uh, there are some other ones here. Uh, Zodiac signs are total BS. Ugh, what is wrong with you? Please. Um, well, what do you think is happening then? <laughs> why are we all acting crazy? <laughs> Because sometimes people just act crazy. <laughs> I think Zodiac signs are BS unless they say something really flattering about me that I'm like, yeah, it's totally me. Do you believe in Mercury retrograde? <laughs> well, you should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, nah, not really. Hey, I, there are things that are connected to the space that affect the Earth. What I'm learning. I'm learning a lot. I'm is, learning a lot about astrology, and it's a, it's serious stuff. There's yeah. some more. There's more to that than maybe. Let's what? say uh, the clouds opening up and a bearded man dictating <laughs> I mean, stuff to go into a book. Uh-huh. Well, here we go. Well, this, this has got you guys well, riled I mean, up. I mean, just to put it very simply, we know. Does the moon affect water? Does it affect it the does. oceans? Okay, Animals. your body is at least seventy percent water. Do you think that maybe the moon can have an effect on you if you're 70% water? You don't have to convince me, Jen. I know I don't. Okay, so that's an an example of an unpopular opinion. (laughs) She was staring right at me. That gets people fired up. No, I'm looking to you because I know you're going to agree. Hell yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's in the behavior. Look at this bloated body. I'm carrying a lot of water. There's a lot of water here. here. He's affected. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, here's another one. It's making so much sense right now. This will get, get Tim, since we're on a roll here, this will get Tim fired up. Milk is the absolute best drink ever. Oh, garbage. God. Absolutely no. garbage. We're the only species that drinks another species great. milk. Milk mm. is gross. Does anybody I like it. it? Do you no, even drink I'm milk? I'm not anymore. No. Oh, I haven't in years, but I love oh, it. It's good oh. for making cheese. I, oh. Almond milk. The weekend Oat Jen milk. and I flew in for a job interview oh, in 2002. They Patty took us loved, out to, this is our favorite story to tell about you. Yeah, they took us out to lunch to Pizzeria Uno down to when it used to be on Walnut Street downtown back in the day. And I ordered a glass of milk with my lunch, and uh-huh. she was horrified. You drink milk with pizza? That oh, has to be I one drink of milk those with things everything. that got, so this is why you got the job. It's because that got you remembered. There this, you guy, go. this guy's you quirky were, and yeah, weird. He's going to do things on the air. to drink milk with pizza and boom, shakalaka, <laughs> this many years later. There it is. Yeah. See, these these are not just unpopular opinions, man. These are opinions that fire people up. Isn't that funny? Here's milk another is one. gross. I got another one for you. I love McDonald's French fries that are from the refrigerator and cold. Ew. Yeah. Eh, different strokes for different folks. 
Uh, how about this? Let's see if Tim, this Tim, <laughs> fires Tim up. Uh, Mexican food is way spicier than Vietnamese food. FYI. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> you haven't been to a real Vietnamese restaurant. And, you know, there's always that, like that one person that just relishes, just so look forward to that gathering because he's going to have some fun tonight dropping those little bombs at the table. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, we're going to fire people up tonight. What about like those really, really, really spicy scotch bonnet peppers and stuff sometimes that you get? Those are crazy hot. It can be hot. Uh, this one's a little more deep, but it's an interesting one. Oh, no. You know, when people do things, I understand that they're simply making the best decision that they could at that time for themselves. Whether it's the right decision or not is different than whether they're making the best decision for themselves. Agreed. That's also not true. That is 100%. That's not the best possible decision. Well, in that moment, they think, in their mind, they have a belief that says to them in that moment that this is the thing to do. They're also the people now, affected it might by be the moon alert. It might be wax. Survival of the fit, but in the moment, people. Yeah. I'm just making the I best mean, choice come on. for me. If you, no, go back, if you go back and you look at the bad decisions that you made, you can figure out why it made sense in the moment. In the moment, it made sense because of this. <laughs> now, looking back, it was dumb. But in that moment, you know. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Except for stupid people. They don't know. Well, well, then they're stupid, but it's still the best decision they can make in their stupid minds in the moment. <laughs> right. But the great thing is watching somebody explain to you like you're the idiot why you're wrong and then watching them figure it out later and come around and never bringing it up again oh well of course yeah why would i want to do that oh my god well okay so let's talk about stupid people for a moment uh you could probably think of several face palm moments with your significant other where it took them a little too long to realize something obvious and they can probably think of some of yours, too. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But there are special next-level situations where people online say they realized they're dating a dummy. And here are some <laughs> fun examples. Oh, no. <laughs> I told a guy I was dating once that he needed a little more humility, and he literally responded with, why would I want to be humiliated? <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. Um, my ex-husband pronounced ATM like Adam. Adam. I knew somebody that instead of saying AAA would be AAA. Well, just call AAA. So, let's call AAA. I'd be like, there's AA. <laughs> then there's AAA. Different. I read, I was uh, I used to do an influencer pro- program with the Cincinnati Reds like a long long time ago, and I would read their commercials and I would announce Koi Auto Parts because I didn't know what it was like. Koi, it's this night is brought to you by Koi Auto Parts, and it's K O I. But there was no like dots after. If they the, don't have dots, that's why I called it Koi, and they were Same. like, um, I'm like, well. I'm not out there buying I don't mufflers that often. Yes, yeah. but yeah. 
so if we apply that that same framework to this question, is it K A O brands or cow brands? Yeah, I think it's cow. I think it's K- cow. Yeah. yeah but we also at our house, just for fun, we call UDF the Yudaf. Oh yeah. Just for fun, like you want to go to Yudaf or you want to go to Flobs? That's funny. <laughs> uh, here's another one. She was a forty-something woman and asked, "Is a duck an animal?" Yeah. These are all very Jessica Simpson-esque. Like, it just makes me think of her and the, the whole tuna thing. Is this chicken that I'm eating or is this fish? Yeah. The animal thing is always interesting to me because I feel like... <laughs> like, I'll be like, I don't want to get in the ocean because they're animals in the water. And people are like, well, they're not animals. I'm like, yes, they are. Sorry, and I, they're like, oh, they're fish. They're this. I'm like, it's still a freaking animal. I had a whole conversation with a family member about eggs not being dairy. And they can. They were like, no, eggs are dairy. I'm like. Yeah, they are. No, not. they're not. But it was one of those moments where I had to really think about it. I was like, have I been the one that's wrong for the last 40 that's years? I thought they taught you that on the food pyramid when you were younger, that they were dairy and also po- like, what's it called? Eggs are Protein. not dairy. Protein, yeah. But people think they are because they're Because they come from a farm. Because the they the come from a farm. For the love of God. <laughs> exactly. I, what makes you think it's dairy? Because it's in the dairy section. <laughs> Duh. And it's right next to the butter, which is also dairy. Oh. Maybe. Uh, here's another one. Oh, God. Speaking of animals, my ex asked me, so what kind of animal is Mickey Mouse supposed to be? That's oh, a good one. I don't know. Uh, he didn't know what color red and yellow make when they're mixed together. Red and yellow make orange. Correct. He didn't know that. Uh, I had to teach my ex how to locate a book in a library. Oh, yeah. But keep in mind, we were both college graduates. Yeah, I thought you should have. possible? Like Dewey Decimal? He might have been a PE major. (laughs) Here's a great one. So my ex didn't know what order the months go in. Oh, my God. So I said, honey, you should probably learn. And he got mad and said, no, that's not something I'm interested in. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes you forget October, though, and just go, right? Because, you know, like once Labor Day is over, I'm thinking of Halloween. So it's like Halloween, Thanksgiving. Sometimes it's easy to forget October is a month. Halloween is in October. I know, but like it's at the end. Oh. (laughs) My ex once asked me... So, where does the sun go at night? Well, you know, Chelsea Handler just recently revealed that she thought the sun and the moon were the same thing. That's like true. the sun dipped down and then the, popped back up as the moon. Yeah, and she's a relatively intelligent woman, you, right? I thought. I think. Maybe. Um, <laughs> That's pretty great. I had a partner who would stack cups when putting them in the dishwasher. <laughs> That's pretty great. Um, <laughs> That's this is pretty good. I dated a girl in high school, and we were at the mall one day, and we're looking at the mall directory, and she asked me, how does the map know? <laughs> how does the map know where we're standing? Oh, where it says you, you know, are here. Like this star on the map says you are here. It's like, how does the map know that? <laughs> So I explained <laughs> that, she's that the GPS'd. map was where we were standing and we're reading it. But after 10 minutes of me trying to explain it, she still didn't get it. <laughs> My friend's wife thought uh, that Alaska was an island south of Arizona. 
Because oh. oh. on some maps, oh god, some maps. that's so fun. <laughs> some maps they have it like over yeah. in the sure. corner. It's yeah. right next to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. Oh, that's it. Why that is, is it cold funny. there if it's next to Hawaii? I don't understand. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I've seen it on a map. I know where it is. I feel like I'm really relating to a lot of these. I understand <laughs> them. Scott think uh, Scott has these moments with me all of the time. Because I'm not afraid to ask things that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, the biggest one was the tire pressure. Like, I don't understand. I thought tires weighed 37 pounds. I didn't understand that it was the air pressure in the tire. Pounds inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, and he probably took a good 45 minutes to explain to me, like, this, this tire that has no air in it weighs this amount. And I'm like, but yeah, it's 37. You know, because I just didn't understand. I still don't. Um, Bailey says, I know someone who thinks poor quality sleep is actually contagious, like a germ. Mm. Uh, Carrie said, I worked with a woman who asked if a lamb was a baby cow. (laughs) And this was the same woman who made a sign for the bathroom stating, no man allowed. And allowed was spelled A-L-O-U-D. Ah, there you go. So, just some of the... (laughs) Funnier examples of that. Yeah. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. <laughs> There's Alaska right next to Hawaii up there. Hi, Jen. How are you? Good morning. Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. What are you up to today? I am working. Yeah. What kind of work do you do? Um, I do some quality control. Oh, oh well. Yeah. We were just talking about people stupid like people. Do you work with any stupid people? <laughs> no, of course not. No, they're all brilliant. <laughs> Lucky you, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's not good quality control, letting all the stupid people work here, Jen. That's right. You got to weed them out pretty quick. <laughs> so have you played this game before? I have. It's been a while. Right. I always I play one time and it'll get my heart broken. And then I will be like, oh, my gosh, I can't call anymore because that was awful. Yeah. <laughs> You'll do better today. <laughs> I just know it. We'll <laughs> yep, you're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff is about to reveal. Do not repeat any of your answers. And the key to winning is passing quickly. So let's see what we can do. Today, you have the letter T. Ooh. Yes. You can't do much better than that. That's good. T. T as in. As in time. Turmeric. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got 30 seconds on the clock over here. Okay, here we go. And I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Okay, so here we go with the letter T. Name something you do at a bachelorette party. Pass. A weather term. Temperature. Something you burn. Toast. Something square. Pass. A vegetable. Tomato. A condiment. Tomato sauce. A clothing brand. Pass. Something red. Toyota. A medical term. No. Tinnitus. Tinnitus. Tonsils. <laughs> Tonsillectomy. The one we know well. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. A clothing brand you could have done, Tory Burch. There you True. go. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of other I, ones. Temperature. Back in the day, I had some Trax shoes from Kmart. They had oh. two X's at the end. There Trax. you go. Yeah. Fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, On something. Tom's. There you go, Tom's. Oh, Tom. Something Square. Yeah. Yep, Tom's. That was a good one. I forgot about that place. Something Square. You could have said Tile. Oh, yeah. Tile. Tile would have been Yeah, better. it's always different when you're on the spot. Oh, yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> something you do at a bachelorette party, take shots. Tito's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could yep. have said, you know, show your TTs. Yep. Mm-hmm. T-Ots. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> well, oh, well, better luck next oh, time. Oh, well. Yeah, hey, next thank time. Thank you, guys. Have a yeah. great day. Hey, you too. Good talking to you. Take All right, easy. you too. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Okay. I'm having a lot of fun with these. Unpopular opinions or questions? Uh, unpopular opinions, but also like dumb things that we assume or myths that we believe about this, that, or the other thing. The most common myths we believe about cats and dogs. A poll found that 92% of cat and dog owners still believe in at least one common myth about their pet. And here are some of the top myths that we're most likely to believe. Uh-oh. Dog myth number one. That dogs wagging their tails always means they're happy. Well, it can also mean they're just interested in something or feeling extra alert. Mm. It is more of a sign of alertness, uh, but 68% believed that one. I believe that it means that they are not angry. That they're not about to bite you. Like all of the things that you just listed. Sure. I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, because people understand cats and me and, and purring, too. All purring cat means they're happy. Means that they are ready to eat you. No, <laughs> <laughs> but they you also put a cat owner, and Tim's actually right. Right, that's <laughs> correct. No, it can also mean that they're in pain, and that really sucks purring? when you learn that. Yeah, because oh, wow. yeah, what if? Uh, dog myth number two: a wet nose means they're healthy. Cold, wet nose. That a dog's nose should always be cold and wet. I've heard that forever. Yeah, uh, my sister-in-law is a vet. Uh, and she says it actually is not a good indicator of health, and neither is the temperature of their nose. It could just be wet because dog, dogs tend to lick their nose a lot, but 38% of people believe that one. Hmm. Uh, another cat myth that I absolutely believe, that cats can see in total darkness. Now, they can definitely see in low light better than we can, but they actually cannot see if it's pitch black, although 42% of us thought they could. Well, I can tell you that there must be some light in my house in the middle of the night. (laughs) Because when you have nine cats and there's a party going on, you know there's a party going on. Yeah, sometimes that's all it takes. It's just, you know, one little clock light or something that illuminates enough. They're party. Uh, Cat myth number two, the cats always land on their feet. That's not true. No, 41%, however, believe that one, but it's not always true. If your cat happens to be older or overweight or not in the best health, uh, they may not have the best reaction time anymore. Mm -hmm. So just be careful because I see even, you know, cat lovers like tossing their cat around thinking that it's not. It's always going to land. Yeah, Yeah, no. Not not necessarily. Don't do that. Right. Okay, so it's time for us to talk about work-life balance here. <laughs> oh, here we go. The and impossible, the and impossible task, Jeff. Do you feel like you're working too much? Too much. 
not just at your job, but you're also doing housework and you're parenting and paying bills and on and on and on. It's a lot. Yeah. That's yes. The answer is yes. Yes, I feel that. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, here's a formula you can use to figure out whether you really are working too much and not giving your brain and body a chance to just relax or maybe not so much. It's called the 42% rule. Basically, studies have found your brain and body need to spend at least 42% of their time relaxing and not under stress just to keep you functioning properly. Now, 42% of a 24-hour day is 10 hours. So that includes sleep, exercise, watching TV, reading, or anything else you do to unwind. Nature. Yeah, and if you can't get in 10 hours in one day... You can spread it out over a week or more. But what happens if you don't give your body 42% of the time to relax? Eventually, you burn out, you start getting run down, you get sick. You fall apart. And you wind up sleeping for at least 12 hours for a few days because it supposedly needs to catch yeah, up. Yeah, if you have that luxury. That's, when you're a parent, you're not getting 12 hours of right. sleep. So you take it or leave it, but that's but some yeah. people like to use that 42% rule to figure out just how much you should be working. What about Jen? As if you have a choice. Do you count your time in the car as your time that you're re- rebooting yourself? I, if, you know. Because you're in the car a lot. I mean, you, don't, you, know, you don't rest, but maybe you're doing other reflection things. And that's the thing is I had to rewire my thinking around my time in the car. Because what I would find is I would spend time in my car being upset over not having enough time to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And wasn't thinking like, okay, maybe there are ways to use this time in the car to do some of the things that I wanted to do. Reflection. Yeah, instead of just being Being angry because I'm in the car again. Yeah. So, Tim, I have intel from a vet. Okay. And she says many dogs actually have wagged their tail prior to an attack. Oh, I'm Cersei, of course. Thanks, thanks for being the person to point that out. I have a puppy, so I'm going to oh. validate that opinion over there. <laughs> well, that's different. Yeah. She is different. She's sweet. She's playing. Well, thank you for the info. She is a very uh, a very outgoing dog, and the funny thing is she is very social. She definitely, that's great. She definitely found the right family is all I'm going to say because yesterday I took her for a little walk. We've been walking her like a ton because I want to make sure that she knows, like, this is where you come back to your house. So we walk her a lot about around the property and up and down the street. And I was very proud of her yesterday when we came back down the street. She went right down the driveway like she knew she lived there, which made me feel very excited. However, while we were out on our walk, every single person that we ran into was like a five-minute freaking or to do because she had to go over. Say hi and socialize. (laughs) And then just lay down. Welcome to owning a... Welcome to owning a dog where while you take your dog for a walk, everyone... 
maybe not everyone, 80% of people will <laughs> completely ignore that there's a human standing there and oh, yeah. only pay attention to the dog. And I'm yeah. kind of okay with that. Yeah, see? Me I too. don't know. When I say <laughs> hi to somebody and they don't acknowledge me, but they talk to the dog, like, hello. <laughs> yeah. He I always does, do think of you. I yeah. think of you when I run into a new dog because I'm like, I'm going to make sure that I say hi to the owners Please, because my, insti- yes. my instinct is to just play with a puppy. Yeah, we're the ones feeding them. Yeah. Well, and the guy said to me, he was like, oh, she's really cute. And then he was like, then he started talking to her. So he talked to me first and then he talked to her for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, that's enough. Thanks. <laughs> Wrap this up. They're fun sometimes. So Krista and I have gone back and forth about like living it, like being homeowners versus condo life. And, you know, I've, I've lived in both. And one of the things that I love about owning my own home is that it's, well, it's, it's my home. I can decorate it how I want. Um, you know, chances are like, depending on where you live, you don't necessarily have to answer to a homeowner association. Um, there's not a stack of 40 rules. You gotta, you don't have someone on the other wall. I mean, every, every situation is different. And then of course, you know, whenever there's a problem with the house, we live in an old house. We're like, Oh God, why don't we just, just, we just move into a condo, you know? But then like you're having to coexist with other people. Mm Mm-hmm. I hadn't considered this situation, but you live in a building and you got to buzz people in if you're getting a food delivery. Mm -hmm. And there was an instance here where a woman would not allow a food delivery person through the door of her apartment building. And the guy who ordered the food was obviously upset about it and asked her why she did it. And here's how that played out. So where do you, what's your apartment? I'm not telling you what my apartment. You're not going to? No. So you just act like the police here and... No, I don't, sir. So why didn't you let my delivery... Because we have had so much stuff around here and we live in a secure building for a Yeah, reason. so you didn't see that no. he had food in his hand to that, deliver it to me? I you... don't know. He could. He tried four people. How is this any of your here. business? Why are you sitting in the lobby because monitoring what goes here. on here? I live here too. I want to get my in. food delivered to my then door. Buzzed I buzzed him in and you stopped him. I, no, you never buzzed him in. I buzzed him in and you wouldn't let him in. That buzzer never went. Okay, so you're just the police of who gets buzzed no. into the door now? No, I just... I'm going to go talk to the landlord right now. Go right ahead. I expect an go apology right soon. Absolutely. Okay, I can't wait. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that people. has to be tough. I mean, I, I kind of get I, I get both sides of this one. Because you don't know. I mean, there could just be some Joe Blow holding on to a black paper bag Wanting to break into the building, and he's pretending he's a food delivery guy. You just, you know. So here's a situation going on in my building, because I get the emails from the owners. Uh, I I own a place in Florida, but I've got tenants who are living in there. And, you know, they send out these neighborhood, these building-wide emails between the residents about this, that, or the other thing. Mm -hmm. And usually it's just to recommend, oh, you know, I need a tile guy or... You know, hey, we're all getting together for a social hour Friday night. Mm-hmm. Evidently, there's been a problem with people stealing other people's Amazon packages. Um, that ain't cool. And it yeah. just blows my mind. Like, I, I mean, it's it's a nice neighbor. It's a nice building in, in a nice neighborhood. And, you know, it's it, it just it shouldn't be happening happen? there. 
It shouldn't be happening there. And there's no camera set up there because, honest to God, like no one ever imagined that we would have to do something like that. It's not a huge building, so it's not like there are that many suspects. So mm-hmm. you know that it's somebody in the building, though, and not just like a passerby swiping it? Like, you, is it buzzed into like the lobby? It's, it's, but there's no real passerby. That's the thing is this is such a, there's so many security gates that you got to get through to get into this building. Like you got to, it's got a neighborhood, Uh, it's a neighborhood gated community. And then you got to get into a separate gated area and then you need a key. You need like a password to get on the elevator. Like there's so many security barriers. So you know it's somebody. Right. Like it's got to be an inside job. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. But you know what? They're getting away with it because of the camera sitch. Right. Are you guys going to get a camera there? Well, I mean, we've talked about it, but I think people are just like, come on. Do we really have to resort we to that? We have to go like, through all this. And yeah. who's going to monitor it? And it, it's just, You know, we got to do it, apparently. I mean, you know, my son-in-law lives in a building in Atlanta where... Anybody can walk up to anybody's apartment building. You know, it's one, like one of it's outdoor access. Mm-hmm. So that's a little more understandable that if he doesn't have packages delivered to the office, that if somebody just leaves it at, at his front door, someone could easily walk by and swipe it. Yeah. That's a little more understandable to me. But <laughs> I don't know how it's just what goes through the mind of a human being that just decides to take something that isn't theirs. Yeah. Yeah, that's horrible. Not just that, but like with someone else's name on it. Yeah. For some people, it's just the thrill. And, and Other what are people, they gonna, it's, yeah, like what are they going to do with that? Yeah, it's like because they don't even know what they're stealing. Right. <laughs> they don't even know what they're taking. Yeah, like if somebody would have stole my Amazon packages yesterday, they would have ended up with two hundred envelopes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and some vitamin K two. Knock yourself out, you know. <laughs> and there are some there are some neighbors in the building who are nice enough to replenish. Uh, there's some like vases downstairs. Some. Oh yeah, like flower vases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, I, I, that was like that in my condo building. Somebody would change out the flowers, right? And and they go and they decorate. spend money out of their pocket. It doesn't mm-hmm. come out of the HOA fees or whatever. They just take it upon themselves to go and they buy flowers. They arrange them nicely. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, someone was stealing roses from just taking them. Yeah, like she would put them out, and then she'd come back two hours later to get her mail, and they're gone. <laughs> Dang, buddy. That's just ballsy. Your building sounds like a handful. It is funny. And it's not like someone complained and said, well, I'm allergic or you shouldn't be doing that or Mm -hmm. this needs to be cleared through the HOA. On the contrary, people were just like appalled. Like, why would someone do that? And first of all, thank you for doing that in the first place. But but why someone, are they stealing it? Because they're not throwing them away. So yeah. they, they got to just be. So I wonder if it's the same person who's taking the Amazon packages. Oh, it Maybe is. it's probably some guy, somebody's like step kid, stepson. You know, the rotten, the the family ne'er do well that's visiting and is just yeah, maybe snatching something. Oh, it's gotta be. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got to take a quick break. Let's check the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here. With your latest, your final look at traffic in the morning, unless something big goes down between now and this afternoon, what do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.